I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, welcome to another episode of Rival Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck. It's that time of year that we all live for and we all mourn when it's over. That's the NFL playoffs. It's, of course, in full swing. All-star, or I should say all-star, wild card weekend was kind of interesting. Some six seeds won, which was uh, you saw Drew Brees at home lose and you saw Tom Brady at home lose. I know. Uh, So there were some shocks. but Crazy stuff. But that's what's so awesome about it, you know. I mean, you just you don't you don't know, and you got to come ready to play in the playoffs. I, I'm like you though when you when you and your opening is like the playoff start is my favorite time of the year, absolutely. And it's funny that opening round, I start getting anxiety that football season's going to be over. <laughs> it really start honestly. No, I know. And, I start and really, about it. it, it's good all year, and it's good because um, every game matters. But the playoffs are just great. Oh, the the NFL, I think, has the best playoff system of all sports. Yeah. All right, so um, we're going to do a little kind of a prediction thing here about the remaining teams in the playoffs. And so, wanted to get your take. So we're going to talk about the the games this week. And the championship games, and then who's going to play in the Super Bowl and who wins the Super Bowl? Oh, so you down with that? Pick it all. Yeah, I'm all good right. with that. Okay, so let's start. Uh, Tennessee Titans are playing the. Um, who are they playing? Uh, Baltimore. Are they playing the Ra- the Ravens? Yep, I knew that. Yep, I just had a brain cramp. No, that's all right. You know so what? who's going to win? You that and I game? can always fall back on CTE. Well, I right? can't because they actually examined me and found out my brain was normal. Oh, that's so full but, of crap, the whole well, concussion settlement yeah. thing. If people saw what we, they really did to test us, but that's another yeah. show. Right. So uh, Titans and the Ravens, who you got? Uh, all the Ravens. I mean, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're playing hot right now, and they got them at home. You sound, it sounded so, I don't know, boring about that answer. Well, well, the Ravens. Oh, it's no, like, that's not boring. The, the Ravens, they're not the 1991 Washington Redskins, but they'll kind of do <laughs> for right now. Well, that's true, but I, I didn't want, I didn't bring it up because, you know, the glory days and people are like, oh, yeah, got to hear, you know, the glory days. So uh, I, I agree with you. Here's the thing. Um, it was fun to watch Mike Vrabel actually out Bilicek Bilicek in the playoffs, beating oh, beating the Patriots at home. That's so And just some of the little Rabel. the little things he did, managing the five-minute part of the game and, and watching Belichick blow a cork on it. But he's a Belichick uh, guy, right? Yeah, I mean, it was, right. It he, was learned so from, he, like, learned, yeah, he learned from the best. Belichick should actually smile in that moment, tip his cap and say, yeah, say I've, I've taught you well. Yeah. Yes. And, and my system's yes. still going, right? Grasshopper, I mean, you, can yeah. now, you can now pull the pebble from my hand. Uh <clears throat> I just don't. I just think the emotion of that, 
that win for Tennessee. I just I think it's kind of it's almost the high water mark for them. It's like, look, we beat the Patriots in the playoffs. It's been a great year. Yeah. I just I have the, I think it's a hard thing seeing them win. I, and you know, but being a great team with momentum and a great coach like Harbaugh, you know, I just don't see them not being prepared, right? And and being that number 1 seed, it is so rare for them to flop and lose at home, you know, on on that well, divisional round. Yeah, I mean, that's, they're they're setting in a great spot. I think Baltimore definitely yeah. will have this. It'll be to me. I think the whole the most interesting thing about the, all of the playoffs is will these quarterbacks that have done very well, like Lamar Jackson. Yeah, is he ready to handle the pressure of the playoffs? We're, and we're going to talk yeah. about what the playoffs really are like in our next segment. But let's move on. All right. So the Houston Texans had a come from behind win against the Buffalo Bills who I think are kind of one of those upstart teams. Yeah. I they go Buffalo. to Kansas City and play the Chiefs. Oh, and no, Kansas City all all the way. I think Andy Reid's got them playing really good. Their their defense is not as good as Houston's, but their their offense is so powerful and I you know watch the, you know, Houston Buffalo game and they're solid, but I still don't think they're in Kansas City's league right now. This this is Andy Reid's year. You know, the Texans have been a team that just haven't been able to get out of the first round, and now that they did, Kansas City is notoriously bad in the playoffs. And yeah, I, I could totally – if there was an upset, I would say this would be the biggest I, – I would say this would be an upset win for, for the Texans. Okay. I could see that happening. You know what? I, in fact, I, you know what? I'm going to pick that happening. I, I, would, I would agree that is out of the – you know, in the divisional round, this is probably – the one that would be the most likely to have an upset. I, I would agree with that. The chances. The, the um, look, um, Deshaun Watson, quarterback for the uh, Texans, has just figured out kind of I'm going to put my team on my shoulders kind of thing. Saw that when he was at Clemson winning a national championship. You've seen him show yeah. up in big games, and they got over the hump. You know, there's just something about getting over the hump, and they were they were at home. And and the fact that if you're if you're a wild card at home, it's easier to travel. Now the travel to Kansas City is not going to be bad for them. Some of these other teams that have traveled long distances, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a challenge distance. actually for them. So that's true. It's a short trip. That's part. Yeah. But man, you're going to be in front of a wild home Kansas City. Yeah, but it's City always crowd. wild. They never win oh, in the playoffs. Don't you I'm just love telling that you. though? Don't you love that yeah. environment? Okay, so gosh, but right. I'm still I'm still going to Kansas City. There is the chance for the upset there, and I would give that the highest chance. But man, Mahomes and their their offense and just it'll probably be a little higher scoring game because Kansas City's defense. But I, I think I, I think Kansas City still gets this one. It's the AFC Championship game that, like you okay. said, they've never gotten through that. All right, so Lamar, uh, so who, so you have the Chiefs and the Ravens. Yeah, who's going to win the AFC then? The championship game. Who wins that? Oh. Gonna be is it gonna be the Ravens or is it gonna be the Chiefs? Do I have to give my my uh, you don't have to give a intellectual score. choice or my emotional choice? I don't care. <laughs> I don't know you're an intellectual. Just give me your emotion. <laughs> you I dog. prefer your emotion. You dog. Wow. I want <laughs> you, the emotion. I'm going emotion because yeah. you know what? I I'm a I'm a loyal emotional guy and I and I know Andy Reid and he's always been a good friend to me so. I'm going with Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. He's got to get in there before one more Super Bowl in before he retires from the game. Okay, I'm going to be intellectual and I'm going to say the Ravens. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, it'll be at home and uh, they're really good. 
They are, yeah. dude, they are really okay, good. Okay, so you, you have – Kansas City's from, definitely the underdog yeah. in that game. From the AFC, you have, you have the Chiefs, and I, I have the, Chiefs the Ravens in the it. Super Bowl. All right, let's go to the NFC. So the Vikings go to the 49ers. Yes, and I'm an emotional guy, <laughs> okay. so I'm staying with the emotion. You go ahead and stay with the, the false you know, pseudo-intellectualism, and I'm going to go emotional. Okay. Because I grew up a huge Fran Tarkington, people, purple people eater fan. And uh, I, you know, and I really like Minnesota's defense, and I think they got the momentum. So I'm going Minnesota for the I, upset. I, I really like the Vikings, actually, yeah. and I picked them too. What? I, I, yeah, I've totally picked the Vikings. And I thought you were totally going to go against me on that one. No, not at all. I, I'm not totally convinced of the 49ers. Not sure they're ready to, to compete yeah. uh, on that big stage. And the Vikings like the defense, but Kirk Cousins got defense. that like schneid off of his his back, yeah. winning his first playoff game, and I think that's huge. I th- I think it really, from a psychological standpoint, actually um, goes a long way. And they have a style. They have a style. I think that could send them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I do too. I <laughs> think it, you know I got great a defense tied to Cousins. I was out coaching with the Redskins when he you know beat out uh, RG three in that camp, and you know me and. You know, the other intern coach I was with that we both played, you know, at the Redskins, another DN, Woods, Tony Woods. We were both like first day of practice. We're like, ah, Cousins the guy. <laughs> you spot yeah. it in a second. So it's fun to see that you're right and watch his career advance and, and go on. And, and they got a great running back and they've yeah. got some they've got some weapons uh, down the field. The, and, the and, wide and receiver the digs and, and uh, Thiessen are good. So and when you have a defense like that, yep. I love their uh, 4-3 base defense. I'm a fan of it, and I like how they get after it and their style, how they're playing. I just – and that defense, when you get into the playoffs, because, you know, I've been in that Super Bowl twice, it's that, that defense is what puts it over the edge to yep. go all the way. Um, the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers, it's at Green Bay. Green Bay Packers. They got the maturity. Roger. Well, Seattle has maturity too, so I can't you know take that away from them. But you know, I like Rogers at home in that cold Green Bay, and they got to go from the uh, Seattle. You know, if they're if comfort they're, zone. Well, it, Seattle gets cold too, it, but it's not like Green Bay cold in a, in a quarterback <laughs> yeah. kind of you know yeah. way. It gets Look, cold. If I was going to pick a, a lock, a game Viking type of way. If I was going to pick a lock, a game I thought would absolutely be guaranteed win. It's the Packers beating the Seahawks, and and for two simple reasons. Yeah, I think Packers. Seattle had to travel all the way across the country, all the way play the Eagles. Yep, they had to go home, and then they travel kind of halfway across the country Those again. Those are two tough trips. On two the long road road trips. It's almost a guarantee most teams. It's it's a guarantee teams don't win when they have that travel schedule, and the Seahawks are depleted. So the travel schedule, the fact that they're depleted, yeah. you can almost guarantee. Yeah. I'm just telling you, if there's ever a guarantee on a win, it's the Packers are going to win. Uh, so, so you know, for for all of so our, we agree for all of our listeners, though, it's just a technical fact in there that I think they would like being you know way into the game is that we were always taught when I was in the NFL by our trainers that a coast to coast flight would dehydrate you two quarts of water. Yeah, right. So there's a big dehydration factor. Right. In flying coast to coast, or you know, obviously a little less to Green Bay, but you know, you do that two weeks in a row where you're losing that on both both ends of the trip, right? right? Going and coming, right. and you're trying to rehydrate and practice and play and do all this. I mean, there's a and recover to this and, and recover. The whole thing. Yeah. It's 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 a real physical thing, not just yeah. mental. Almost a hundred percent guaranteed toast. Yeah, if you have the, if you have to travel, I, I would like be that and, shocked yeah. to see an upset there. Yeah. I, I think Green Bay. All right, so now we have the Vikings and the Packers. For the NFC, who wins that? 
what an awesome, what an awesome NFC Championship yeah. game, huh? Two NFC North teams. Two NFC North yeah. teams and the great rivalry between yeah. the Vikings and Green Bay that goes back eons. Right. I mean, to the beginning of the NFL. That is an awesome win. Um, I, hey, I'm going with Vikings. I'm just going Vikings because cousins. Because you're and, emotional. And that's I do. I've, I've loved the Vikings just, as a little kid. Like you're emotional. That's all it is. And they're Viking. I'm a Viking. Right. right? You're, you know, you're emotional. I came from yes. Sweden and Denmark yes. and all that stuff. They're, yeah. I'm, I'm emotional. Get pure. It. Defensive players are emotional. Yes. So I'm going to have the Packers. And I think the Packers, you look at all the quarterbacks that are left in the playoffs, the most experience is uh, Aaron Rodgers. This team's playing very well. They've Aaron won Rogers, a lot of big managed. games this year. And they, of course, the second best record in all of the NFL. And I just, I just really, really like uh, the Packers at home. And um, so, I agree with Rogers. No, being they're the, kind of under the radar, is what absolutely is the under thing the radar. That, yeah. I agree with Rogers being the better quarterback. You know, in this situation, Cousins is being very good and maturing well. But Rogers definitely better. But I'm going to go with the uh, purple people eater. Type uh, defense. No, you, it's going to right. rock your quarterback's brains out right, Super in the Bowl. NFC Championship. You're going to see your quarterback on his back, and it's over. Super For, Bowl. <laughs> look, listen to him. Just like keep going past me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Super Bowl. Jason, there's no such thing as emotion in NFL football anymore. Oh no! Come on, it's flag football. It's I don't all, know why. You, I don't know why you're so excited. They're all in their five star hotels, yes. and, you know, laying back. So you have nice. the Vikings and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Interesting yeah. picks. That that's the everyone in America would hate that, but they would uh, hate that. They would. So who, win, who wins? Because I'm just like who, who wins it all your on the line who wins year, your man. Norse your Norse mythology uh, dude genealogy or your your love for Andy Reid. Thor, Odin. Do you know I did yeah. my genealogy and I, de- I descend from Ragnar Lothbrook direct? Is yeah. that crazy? Yeah. So, and the apple did not like, fall far from the tree. <laughs> yes. I totally see it. It is true. Yeah. But uh, I'm going, hey, you know what? In the, I'm going with my buddy Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. Oh. Going against the old. Uh, Ew, that's wow. a tough one because, you know, Minnesota's defense. So blood is not thicker than water in this situation. Because that's my childhood team. All right, so you have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. You know, I'm going with Andy and his offense, but man, that Viking defense could 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 shut him down. Could really give him that get the pressure on Mahomes. But I'm I'm gonna go with Andy. I'm gonna go with Kansas City in the end. All right, I have Baltimore and Green Bay in the Super Bowl, and I'm actually picking the Packers. I I'm not convinced yet that ooh, Lamar Jackson ooh. is really ready for the primetime stage all the way to the Super Bowl. I think he's incredible. I just, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, and to me, like I said before, I think it's a I great think, matchup, though. I mean, yeah. that's that Baltimore Green Bay is a yeah. great matchup in a Super Bowl. The the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, to me, that's the that's the story of the playoffs. Is he ready to be that elite player? He's is he ready to be the face of the NFL? And the and this playoffs will determine whether he is. All right, we're going to yeah. come back. Going to take a break here, but when we do, old Jason's going to tell us what the playoffs are like because Madison, for some reason, our producer, thinks that he knows something about it a whole lot more than me. And by the way, yes, well, it did hurt my feelings. Well, it did. Yeah. Scott's been a little butthurt. And you just kind of like it, here. don't you, Jason? He's like, that's right. <laughs> I wasn't laughing. I have hard. more more experience than you. All right, taking a break. We'll do that. All right, welcome back. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was 
senseless, and I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rival Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck, had our predictions, and they were different. Jason was intellectual and emotional, all wrapped up in one, which is kind of how Jason is. So, yes, he's an emotional intellectual. like ultra loyal, so I'll loyal to a fault. Yeah. I'll go down at the sinking yeah. ship. Yeah, we'll have to make oh. our Utah BYU bets later on, too. <laughs> oh, so, I, speaking I'm not of getting sinking that hair ripped off my chest again, man. <laughs> all right, so. Give me some points next year, dude. So we we agree that the NFL playoffs are just the best part of the of the oh, year. Oh gosh! So and much and fun. you've been able to do something not many people have have the privilege, and it really is a, a rare pr- privilege. And and I know, and I it and is. I believe you appreciate it, and and I I I appreciate yeah. it. And we joke a lot about the fact that you have a Super Bowl ring, and I don't. And behind all of that joking, there is some <laughs> seriousness to it, and there is yeah. some. You know, because I would have loved There's to have been pain. in and played a Super Bowl, and and unfortunately yeah. wasn't able to. So, um, you were with the Redskins, and you so so this would have been the week you would have played. You had the bye week off, right? The first yeah. round of the playoffs. Yep. Was that a valuable thing? Was it oh. a distraction? Or maybe when is it a good thing, and when could it be a bad thing? You know, a bad thing, absolutely. If, if players don't keep their heads on straight and they get uh, caught up in the hype and, and aren't aren't focused up. You know, I, you know, Weiss did a really good job on it my first time, you know, to the Super Bowl. With and the so Bengals. Did, with the Bengals. He, you know, he, he did a solid job on it, honestly, keeping us focused. So so gives. what do you do? Do you just go through a normal week of practice yeah. and you just kind of grind it out? And then you just – and then you, do they take days off like a, like a typical bye week? They kept it really the same Just pat- the, same, the same pattern. The same pattern. Yeah. Yeah, Gibbs especially is just like exact same pattern. I mean, we were backing off at that point of the year. We weren't smash-mouthing as hard. Right. You know, it was with Joe like we did, you know, earlier in the year. So we were backing off the pounding, but it was the, still the same practice format and, you know, keeping, because we really believed in keeping that rhythm, right? And, right. and playing speed, mm-hmm. just the timing. Yeah. You know, the receivers and quarterback had to have those routes right. And so it was, that kind of stuff was full speed, just no contact, right? Yeah. Um, That's an interesting insight. I, I've never really asked anyone about that, and, and I just wondered timing. And and so because you see some teams, they come out and they're just on fire, and you can see yeah. that the the physical break. I guess that was my other question: was having that kind of oh. that week to recover. Was there a lot of value oh, in that, or was so, it minimal, or what was no, it? No, I thought there was so much value in having that week off. Yeah, I think the coaches had more time to prepare, right for. The divisional round. So you're gonna have a really good game game plan. Gonna have a better game plan, and man, physical. Talking about fresh legs, right? Just you, just that extra week to recover from the hits and the blows of the other game was was huge. I, I just thought you, you had so much more, you know, you call it fresh legs, but yeah. tech, scientifically, right? The just the load of that, the nutrients and everything in your muscles, right. you're just you're just on fire. It's a huge advantage. How how will um, 
how will that play out? So, so you get to the, the, the championship game, right? And, and I remember being in a championship game with the Miami Dolphins and we were like, um, we were, we were sure we were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. The game was at home, Buffalo. We played Buffalo who hadn't really played all that well in the playoffs. Yeah, and we we just said, yeah, this is this that's is your be, year. This was going to be amazing. And I would have bet on you too because you had had the momentum and at home, guy, you just and, don't lose that championship right. game at home. And really. we had played we had played so good up to that point, like we were really just the rhythm of where we are right. was we were just really in sync. Yeah, and and then we had um, it was like everyone tried too hard. You could A see tight. you. It, it was just yeah. It was just like. You know, it was just, it was, everyone was just, just, just going. I can see Almost, that. you know, and, and watching Marino make some throws and decisions. You're like, he doesn't, you know. Normally do that. Normally does that. It just, you know, wasn't the same thing. And you know, if you played that game, played them over again at home, you'd beat them eight out of ten times, right? Right, completely. You know, just yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that was like my Super Bowl 23. I'm like, we play the Niners, we'd beat them eight out of ten times. We were the better team. I mean, but they knocked, you know, they got it, yeah. right? And and you're right. I, so so funny so to, how much like you go into a championship week like that, and what prevents you from from like doing like playing too hard? As crazy yeah, as that sounds, yeah, as crazy as it sounds, and I think that impacts offensive players worse than defensive players, right? I mean, it does the defensive player, but the defensive players play on such a high peak emotion, right? You know, that's why they get. Yeah. The offense stays on the field longer. You always watch the defense get tired, right? And the offense right. doesn't. I mean, it's just that principle. So I think, you know, I think experience, no question, a team that has been, when you load up with players that have been to the playoffs multiple times, to the champions, you know, conference championship games, to the Super Bowl, those teams absolutely have an advantage. And that's one of the things right there that you touched upon is they're not tight. They know how to handle that game. And I'll tell you, Joe Gibbs, dude, if you watch how he loaded up the team, we'd have two or three or four rookies make the team every year. And he brought in veteran journeymen. Guys have been – that's when they brought me in. I'm a guy that had already been to a Super Bowl. They they pick me up when I leave, you know, Cincinnati. And I'm – he's just got another Super Bowl guy. Right. Right, that knows how to go in through the playoffs and play in a Super Bowl. And that's honestly what Gibbs would do all the time. And that maturity would show up in a, in a game like that because he's just – you've been there. And and it does it does help. And if you have guys that haven't, is been it there, a different game? The you think in the conference, the NFC Championship it, or AFC Championship? Yeah, is it a different game or is it just like do you get on the field and you just go, okay, this is this is a regular game or do you go, man, this is like it's a whole nother level. It's man. a whole different deal. <laughs> it's a whole different deal because yeah. it's like nobody's saving themselves for the next game. Yeah. Now I played every game like in my mind. Right. I was in like the it Super was the Bowl. last game. Yeah, like yeah. it was the last game. That's just the way I played. But you know, there's guys that don't. And you can just see the the it just ramps up for the divisional game, and then it ramps up another level for the conference championship game, and then another level for the Super Bowl. And um, there's there's no doubt that it just keeps going up. I played better okay. honestly in I, that situation. In that situation, feeding on the energy of it. But you know what? Another reason I've played better <laughs> for me because I just didn't have a coach that let me go like my college coach did, where they just. The coach was just mother effing me all day, and if you step wrong, I see you on in the game. Right. I'll pull you out in the middle of the game, stupid mother effer buck, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And so you're always like, you got the guy and the eye in the sky, and the coach watching over you during the game, and you're a little tighter. And and the playoffs came around, you're like, 
we lose, we go home. You know, you're not listening to the coach on Monday. If you win, you're the champion. You're going for the next week. And I played awesome under that. My, my best games were always playoff games and Super Bowl because I didn't have that, you know, big weight on my shoulders of a bad coach screaming over the top of me. I, you just let it all go. You let it all go. All right, so you get to the Super Bowl. Like, how many plays? How long into the game before you're actually, like, I mean, I mean you got to be floating. You got to just be. Totally floating. Before you settle down? Yeah. Um, definitely first series, it, you're done with the, done with the butterflies a little bit. You know, the, you're still, dude, you're still riding high on the adrenaline the entire game. Like you just never felt before it's all the way to the end. But I think just to get the butterflies out and that the jitters, if you will, yeah. that first concussive hit <laughs> where you just smack face to face and it's wham, Yeah, that, that pretty much is. Kind of gets it, it over. It gets it over that first big smash. How how hard is it that week when you're actually at a, a, a location? You know that it's like okay, this is the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's and nuts. and how hard is that to maintain your focus? Is it is it easy to get distracted because you you saw the distraction when you were in Cincinnati, and I have to believe it was probably different when you were in Washington. Yeah, it was. And, and why why was it different? You know. It, it, you're exactly right. The, the ramp up to the AFC NFC championship game is huge, right? And the media attention, and you could get distracted in that, but you got to like ten times it, fifty times it, or whatever on the yeah. Super Bowl week, right? It just gets even that much worse. World media. Well, and it's been two up. weeks too. So and there's it's two it's weeks. A, it's a two week buildup. And you got fa- dude, you got family, you got like fourth cousins calling you asking for tickets to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, people you haven't seen in a reunion since you were three years old, right? I mean, honestly, I mean, that's just the kind of stuff that's going on. How many tickets did you and get? It's funny. The Bengals, we got 16 tickets. For free. For free. Okay. And guess how many the Niners got? This well, is classic. Like 40. Like 24. 24. But we got 16. And everybody yeah. knows it, right? You're just like, right. oh, we're the Bengals. We get 16. Wow. Niners, they get treated better. They get 24. And, and everyone probably got 24, and the Bengals probably kept the extra ones and sold them. Uh, you don't know. It's exactly what they did. Yeah. There's yeah. a guy down at the hotel with a big uh, thing of cash. That was buying the extra tickets and yeah. a suitcase full of cash. And everybody was laughing because they came to practice saying the uh, um, Mike Brown's assistant yeah. was down there selling tickets to this guy. I'm sure. I'm telling you, yeah. the owner, the team's owner. I, I have no doubt about it. His assistant was down there in the hotel getting cash for his tickets. So they, they yeah, they so what, screwed what, the players. What was different between <laughs> so Cincinnati, Cincinnati and, and Washington? Was it the coach? Was it, yeah. was it the players internally? Was Both. it the experience of everything? And they just said – you know, because the Buffalo Bills said, you know, if we'd kind of taken it halfway serious, we would have uh, actually, we we would have probably won I, a couple of those I Super Bowls. I played Buffalo, so I can get, you know, with the Redskins, so I can give you an exact characterization of the Buffalo team versus us. Cincinnati, I'll say this, dude, I had a, most of the players on the team, most, handled the pressure very well at Cincinnati kept their focus on the game. We'd do little things like, you know, go on a little golfing session, just the guys, maybe, you know, we just go. Or right. And we'd have dinner with our family at night, you know, all the family coming in out of town. We'd have one. That's all I allowed, really. I'd see my mom and dad and all relatives that came into town. I'd like, we're going to have a dinner, and then you guys go off and have your fun. I wouldn't participate in that at all. I'd go back to the hotel and focus on the game, honestly. Yeah. And our day activities were kind of limited. I just kept myself channeled. And I know most of the guys did. And there was a few guys that couldn't handle it and partied, and thus the Stanley Wilson thing 
you know, and a few other guys. That well, you I'm you sure got to be in meeting. It's like a regular work week, I would imagine. Yeah, we had a pretty regular work week. We practiced at your crappy Miami Dolphins facilities. That well, those were like some were, of the worst. Yeah, the field was amazing. But the, oh, the field the, was amazing. The facilities. The were. facility, that weight room you had, you know, with a steel cage around it. On the other side, it was a joke. It wasn't. It was a. It was like. Uh, chain link fence. But, yeah, chain link fence. But spinning field was just as bad, roof. right, yeah. or worse. Yeah. It was just both ba- we both had that experience. Yeah. Spinning field just sucked. It even stunk. Yeah. We were like in a chemical depot. Right. But uh, Which could explain some things about you. <laughs> with me. We'd all Sucking we'd all in spinning field se- chemicals. We all thought we were going to get ALS or something. Jason's, from a, the, Jason's a mutant. Oh, you see the all 50-gallon 50 50 drum stacked four stories high to the side of the field there. It looked like it was just a big chemical waste dump down there. But yeah. Crazy place, crazy place. But anyways, interesting, interesting. The whole, the whole build up and, oh, the, and build the playoffs. You've got to have stuff. control of it, right? Yeah, you've got to have control of it. And we had the drug OD the night before the game, and right. it, you know, and I think there's a, I know there was a few other players involved in it that didn't get caught up in it, but I think they were in there partying with Stanley. He wasn't there by himself doing it. So we had a few starters on the team that were on cocaine the night before the game that went into the game and. Probably didn't play their hundred percent best. And people talk about the pressure of that. It affects people in different it ways. Affects them in different ways. Some people right? kind of go off the rails just to cope to cope with it because it's such a it's such a dramatic, yeah, and emotional thing. And yeah. figuring out how to you're deal exactly with it right. Is, and most yeah. of us channeled in right. Yeah. And a handful of guys didn't. And then, but but put it this: Joe Gibbs was so strict about character. And he told me when he brought me in, he goes, Jason, I will go with a player of character any day over just an athlete. Yeah. I will win more championships with players with character than I will with just great athletes. Yeah. I he, believe that, too. And so we I filled really up do. the team with that, right. right? And so I don't. on that hand, where the Bengals were more lax in that, and we had a handful of more crazy guys – we didn't. Have, we had very few, very so little of that. Did he say skins. with character or a character? Because I'm thinking of John Riggins as a character. He was a character. They had a lot of characters. So on I'm just that saying team. we had far fewer. Right. We had a couple of guys with Joe that he would take on, and Dexter Manley was one. Right. That was a character. Yep. And Joe kind of would have a big heart and love on this guy and try to take him along. But I tell you, you didn't have very many on the team, man. Yeah, Not very I, many. I'm so, sure so we get there, and Joe's like, same schedule. You take care of business. And we were in Minnesota, which sucked. Right. Right? <laughs> I mean, sorry, Minnesota. I mean, I love you. But no, you don't. It's, for the Super it's Bowl, awful. we'd rather no. be in a tropical location. Yeah, yeah I don't know Not the that. ice sculptures. But, yeah. you know, we took care of business, man. I'm telling you, you had a mature team. The majority of the team had been, a bunch of them had been to multiple Super Bowls, right? The Hogs and right. guys had just been around he, older guys, journeyman guys, we'd all been to Super Bowls. We'd all, and it was just like take care of business. So we'd go to places, and the feedback we'd get from all the restaurants or uh, Zuba's company, you know, where we'd make these appearances or whatever, they'd be like, "Man, you guys are so much classier in the bills. You're so much more appreciative and full of gratitude, and and more humble, and you know, more respectful." And you'd get these comments all week long. You know, and Joe would talk to us about it, about taking care of business and yeah. being true champions. And the Bills were more uh, characters, if you will. Yeah, character Over, versus characters. Yes, character versus characters. And you'd get that feedback all week long. And then all of a sudden you got you know, Thurman Thomas at the start of our game. They couldn't find his helmet yeah. to come out on the field, you know, different stuff like that. They're showboating a lot all week, you know, a lot of attention stuff. And, hey, Redskins, just take care of business, buddy. And we were, we were ready. 
I mean, it was there Joe you go. Gibbs. Character, was Joe Gibbs. Character over characters wins you Super Bowls any day of the week. Any day of the week. All right. Uh, I'm going to say this round of rivals is over. He's Jason Buck. I'm Scott Mitchell. We're powered by kslsports.com. You can find us on Facebook at The Rivals Podcast, Twitter at The Rivals Show. Until then, please, whatever you do, drive sens- sensibly and don't act like Jason. Don't be. Like